Hello, and welcome back to Artistic Liberties. I'm your host, Lindsay Ballard. I'm back again. It's Tuesday, and we are talking once again about art. Um, this is kind of a hard subject because it's kind of controversial in our movement, not in the world. Um, it has to do with the direct link between art artists and god and the creation so this one's very spiritual so if that's not your thing be perfectly factual it's just going to be a little more spiritual than you guys are used to um this one won't be uh something that comes up too much except for maybe in the interview op uh, episodes but i really think that there's something we need to talk about about this is that we shouldn't be ashamed of making art as conservatives because people have shamed like harry potter and whatnot for being oh witchcraft and all that BS, but like the reason why we are not involved in the culture is because we assume that all culture is bad and all art that is associated with culture is bad and we need to start changing that stigma. So that is what this episode is about. This is the link between creative energy and God. And so I have Bible verses and things to back this up as well as um, Julia Cameron's work, which she has written 40 books on unblocking people. And she's also been a teacher in New Mexico. Um, she's also a screenwriter as well as many other types of artists. She's written books and she's written 40 books and all about this. And she has helped so many people unblock their artistry. And I think that she's very useful to describe or help our movement because we all are blocked in some way, especially with how scary the world is right now. I mean, the link between God and art is so important. And if we lose that, then it can get corrupted just like it has with the left and Satanism has corrupted pretty much all art because the second we stop participating in something that's beautiful, the bad guys will take it and they will corrupt it. That's just kind of how it works. And that's whether or not you believe in the conspiracies about whatever the heck is going on with the entertainment industry. Like, honestly, it, it's corrupted and it's gross. And like, like everything, like politics, it's going to be disgusting. I get into like a whole rant about how much I hate the entertainment industry because it is full of pretentious casting directors who, if you don't have a booster shot, if you're not this, if you're not that, if you're not like a POC, screw you. You suck. Don't ever come into my casting office again. That's like literally their their attitude about you if you're white and you're a girl because there's a billion white girls trying to be the next star and they won't because, well, they're white. So we're going to move on from that. Diversity's fine or whatnot, but like there are more white women in acting than in any other industry yet yet they don't want to cast them anymore. Don't even get me started on how redheads are being replaced all the time everywhere. So anyway, we'll go into that another day. There's a common misconception between art being horrendous and evil to pursue if you are conservative or a Christian or Mormon, whatever. And I kind of am bothered by that. I That is what made me go to leftism. I, I didn't go that far in leftism. I just kind of was a moderate left. That is what made me hide as a conservative because I didn't really want to associate with people who told me that that my dreams were invalid. And I didn't want to associate with people who broke my heart and told me that, yeah, you sing well and yeah, you act well, but <laughs> you might as well sit down, shut up and get married. And there are people in this movement who kind of think that way. And that's kind of, I'm not going to call anyone out. I just don't think that that's productive. Equality is fine. We don't need to be more superior, but people would say I have a superior complex, but I don't. I'm just a former feminist trying to be less feminist. So I guess you could call me a right-wing feminist, but honestly, all I want is just to be able to be an artist. What I was saying about the, there's a misconception in our movement and in our religions that art and pursuing art, whether it's painting, whether it's film, acting, writing, et cetera, et cetera, it has kind of been frowned upon especially if you do it and not get married or if you become a career woman, whatever. And like, 
that's fine. What bothers me the most is when you try and stop people's ambitions simply because of their gender. Like, that is disgusting. And so that is why I became more leftist is because the Mormon people in my circle in Utah or my mom's circle in Utah would kind of ostracize me and my mom for letting me go to LA and not move back to LA, not move back to Utah at I think it was 20 or 21 to get married. And I don't want to marry someone who's going to live in Utah their whole life anyway, because that's not my lifestyle, you know? And also <laughs> Utah gave me permanent lung damage from the pollution that comes in the winter. And I forgot what it's called, but it's a thing. And I don't want to go back there. Rather marry someone who loves me for who I am and loves me for my art and loves me for my passionate, you know, kind of style. I don't really care for anybody who believes that I shouldn't be able to be an artist. Artists have to create art. And that mi misconception about how art is not spiritual or of God or, or anything and saying it's like satanic or whatever is kind of stupid, I want to say, because I think that art comes from a higher power and it, it can come from a darker power if you summon that. But like that's if you're being a demon and like, you know, majority of us aren't demons. So don't be a demon. I know that God created each of us separately, gave each of us our own talents, our own abilities, our own ambitions, our own hearts. And I don't think that he gave that to us for us to waste them, which goes into the parable of the talents in Matthew 25, 14 through 30. So one guy has five talents and then doubled it. And then one guy had two and doubled it. And then the other guy went and buried it. And I think that you're burying it if you just refuse to use the talents and ambitions, whether they are connected with art or not. If you go and bury those talents and you never use them and they were made for you to use them. Sorry, I'm getting emotional. That's pretty sad. No wonder why you're bitter and you hate people is because you, you denied the creativity and the heart that you have and the, the gifts that God gave you. Can you imagine doing that? I can't imagine doing that. That scares me more than anything else that scares me about my career and my art. Do you seriously want to be the guy who buried it or do you want to try everything you can to share your light and your art with the world? Because if you can't share your art and your light with the world, what are you doing? Everybody has their own purpose and whether or not that is something to do with art, it doesn't matter. You know, some people are better in trades or craftsmanship or whatever, like everybody has their own special purpose and has their own thing that they're meant to do. And I've been told I'm not meant to do this. And I don't mean by God, I mean by like people, people who have buried their talents. Most of the time people do get jealous of people who are able to pursue their art because then they assume that those people who are pursuing their art are gonna be glamorous and they're gonna be in these all these Hollywood movies and they're gonna be stars. And the reality is 1% do and those 1% likely sell their soul. And it took me a while to realize that, but I kind of realized I didn't want to sell my soul and that's why I left Hollywood and that's why I am living in my parents' house again at 23 trying to figure out what I'm supposed to do. That's why I'm making this podcast is because there's got to be something for me to do with art, with this, all these ideas that I have for creating and writing and for filmmaking and just all this talent I have for creating stories that mean something. Because someone said that culture is, you know, you have to change culture before you change politics. It's like the downfall of it or something. If that's true, we need to stop acting like leftists are the only people who can be artists and we need to stop throwing away the artists in our movement. So I am so sick and tired of being thrown away and disregarded because I am an artist. All the thousands and thousands of dollars I've spent on acting classes, on writing, on pretty much everything. I have started writers groups. I have done the work, but they never showed anything for it. And I joined this movement 
I got canceled. I didn't get the jab because I have faith that there is something better and something bigger that I can create for my children. When someone tells me I can't create art, I just get more and more motivated to keep creating just to show them that they're wrong. And I know that sounds crazy and maybe annoying because the answer is that I am annoying, <laughs> but I am annoying. I am an artist. I meant to do these things and that is why I'm doing this. So without further ado, we're going to get into the link even further. God created the whole earth, right? He created the skies. He created the stars. He created the oceans. He created the um, jungles, you know, the animals and pretty much every hair on our head. Julia Cameron talks about that God is the great creator and he is the great artist and artists love other artists. So I want you to think about that as we go on. And also, if you are an artist, to think about that as we continue, because whether or not people in or out of the church, whichever church you go to or believe in, say that art is not worth pursuing or art is not a good thing, you have to remind them that one, God loves art and God is the ultimate creator. And two, God loves other artists. And three, if we keep on forcing each other to stay out of the artistic movement in the name of, you know, the church and God and stuff, that's kind of blasphemy and kind of stupid. And that kind of drives us even further away from what our goals are of keeping America. So art is important, culture is important, and I'm sick and tired of being pushed to the side, being told that it's not because everybody's too lazy to actually participate in it. It is so much easier to judge the person who is doing the work and is trying to make the world a better place than actually be that person. Julia Cameron writes, what we really want to do is what we're meant to do. When we are, sorry, Julia Cameron writes, what we really want to do is what we were meant to do. When we do what we are meant to do, money comes to us, opens doors for us, and we feel useful and the work we do feels good to us. Which supports the argument I was talking about that God loves artists. And so he will support and provide for those that, you know, create and help others come unto him, I think. Julia Cameron also writes, once you accept that it is natural to create, you can begin to accept a second idea that the creator will provide you with whatever you need for your projects. The minute you are willing to accept this from the great creator, you will see useful bits of their help, his help everywhere. This is called synchronicity. So synchronicity is one of my favorite things that she talks about. It's about little bits. She, she quotes it as little bits of help or signs that you are on the right track. So for example, if I was emailing somebody, if I wanted an opportunity with somebody like to be on a show or something, or like, let's say it's a film. I wanted to be in a film with somebody and like I knew them and I had friends who were connected to them. And I had a dream about them one week. This is actually off of real things, but I don't want to say who it was. I had a dream about them one week and I'm like, oh, cool. Had a dream about them. Weird. Okay. Okay. Then I'm watching their show. Then they talk about certain things and opportunities that they have for people to come on to their film. And then another thing happens similar to that. And those are three signs of synchronicity. And maybe you, people could call them coincidences, but I think synchronicities are beautifully aligned coincidences. They all kind of match up. She talks more about it in her book, which I recommend y'all all read the, the artist way. It's an amazing thing and it's about it's just a bunch of essays talking about art and how to unblock yourself and then they have little tasks that you can do to continue to unblock yourself as an artist so if you are an artist i recommend that one strongly I, it's been a pivotal journey of this book i've i've done it on and off for like four or five years and every time i get back to it i notice something even bigger that i haven't noticed before and it's very 
thrilling and it's very therapeutic. It helps with so many different things as an artist because we feel deeper than most people. And while while that's like a stupid trend, that empathy and empathetics people are the issue. No, like artists typically are way more emotional. Artists typically are way more annoying. And we, the like scientists have done studies that like artists and highly sensitives are 20% of the population and that we have actual um, deeper emotions than other people. So like for me, my emotions are very, very intense all the time. It's kind of annoying. Um, sometimes I would like, sometimes I'm very dramatic because they're so intense. It really grounded in logic and reasoning. And that's why I'm not a leftist anymore because it grounds me to get logic and reasoning and to just ask questions. So that's why I'm in politics is to help me ground myself from my crazy whacked out self. But then sometimes the news comes in and then that freaks out my whacked out self and then it's a whole mess. But, you know, I've learned to ground myself through, you know, God and through therapists and other things. We feel deeper and no wonder why they're kind of turned off by the conservative movement because the conservative movement is saying that empaths don't exist. The conservative movement is screaming about how empaths don't exist and people don't feel deeper. And that's just saying that, oh, basically you artists don't exist and it's kind of dumb. And uh, that's kind of against empaths. And y'all, we all feel, yeah, we're all emotional because we're humans. But there is a section of humans who feel deeper than you do. I know that's a hard concept to grasp, but apparently it is for some people on the right. Empathy and empaths are a big thing and they are real. Just because they became a TikTok trend doesn't mean that they're fake. The TikTok trend might be fake, but the people aren't. And that's just, uh, I have books that I've read about this. And so I feel kind of mad that like I'm invalidated by my side of the aisle for being a deeper feeler. And that's kind of an issue because now we're just kind of excluding all of the artists. So there's an abundance in all of God's creations. Uh, Julia Cameron points out that it's pretty clear that the creator himself did not know when to stop. There is not one pink flower, but 50 or even 50, but hundreds of hundreds. There's stars. And there's nature to always enjoy and learn from. That's why, because nature is God's original art and it always is flowing and growing. And that's why we get um, re-inspired when we get back to grounding ourselves in nature. She even says this as well. Try to remember that God is the great artist. Artists love other artists. And expect the universe to support your dream. And it will. Above all, God is the source. No human power can deflect our good or create it. If we truly do believe in God and we truly do believe that he stands for truth and that he stands for truth and light and all that is good, why wouldn't he stand for art? Why wouldn't he love art? Even without Julia Cameron's whole thing about the great creator, if we just think about it back to principles of Christianity or of whatever religion you believe in, just simple principles of who God is. If he did create the heavens and the earth and we created our own things, why wouldn't he hate it? It's like if a little kid comes up to you and you have a child, right? You made that child, right? And that child made a little picture. And even if it's ugly, you love it because they made it. I think the same thing applies to, you know, God and art because we'll never be perfect. This is the part that gets me because I'm a perfectionist and I'm, it goes back to the quote of, you know, God, take care of the quality. I'll take care of the quantity. I'll keep making it as long as you take care of the quality because we surrender our creation to him and he will make it better and his energy flows through us. So even if with the original analogy I was saying about the kid, if we truly are given these gifts from him, if each person is designed a different way and 
has their own personality, their own hearts, their own ambitions, and their own talents. Why wouldn't he love us for what we create? Why wouldn't he love us for the art we make? Because he created us and we're creating other things. Why wouldn't he help us create? I just ask you guys to ponder that because I have found more worth in creating art and writing and music and more beauty in all of it just by getting back to the source, getting back to the source of God and getting back to the source of just where the art comes from, which is God. And believing in myself comes from doing that. And believing in the art comes from doing that. And it becomes more beautiful that way. And I get more ideas. And for me, ideas is one of my strengths. But fulfilling the ideas is not one of my strengths because I have ADHD. And that's an excuse, yes. But it is very hard for me to finish out the ideas because I have so many ideas that I just want to go on them all at once. And I have organized myself so that I don't do that. But it is hard to do things that I've never done before because they're scary. And I know that's like a normal human thing, but because I've left so much up to him through prayer and whatnot, like, and this is a vulnerable episode and that's why we're not going to talk about it all the time. I just want to say that there's a stupid misconception about it. And I just feel like if we truly do pray and we truly do have a relationship with God, then we can understand that art is important. Art is beautiful and art is sacred. And that's why we hate it when a piece of art is disgusting, it's satanic, whatever, is because it's corrupted. That's why we feel bad when we see something like that. That's why it kind of crushes our souls is because we're like, why would you use those talents for bad? Why would you use those talents for negativity? Why would you use that to make me feel that way? And I'm not saying that a movie that does make you feel negative is a bad thing, but I mean like if something that is, you know, sacrificial or whatever that is creepy and satanic, obviously that is wrong and that's why we feel that way is because like it's being used through a darker power rather than a greater power. So if we can draw on the power from God to create art, then I think that's where our true creativity comes from. And even if you are agnostic or atheist, you can draw on the universe and the how vast and complicated and beautiful and arts artistic it is it's it's constantly growing and constantly be created and constantly just becoming something so beautiful and you can appreciate that regardless of what you believe in we can draw from a greater power if we just believe that there is a greater power whether or not we believe it's god or the universe we can truly have better art and i say that from experience i don't say that to be annoying and i don't say that to be preachy i know for a fact from my own experience that god has a direct relation to my art and sometimes he doesn't because sometimes I get caught up in the world. Sometimes he, and when he does, I feel so much better and I feel so much more motivated to finish it because he helps me to, I, I truly believe. And I know this one was a little rambly and very emotional of a podcast episode, but I just had to explain that when people just treat you like crap for no reason and tell you that you're no good because you're an artist, whether or not they're part of the church or not, that they're just jealous that they can't be as brave as you are as an artist. And so if you are an artist out there and the conservative movement's giving you BS for um, being an artist, um, please reach out to me for one, because then I would love to have you on the podcast. And for two, just remember that there is a place for you in this movement to be an artist. And whether or not they accept you, I will. And not everybody will accept you because that's real life. And yes, we need to accept that on our side because that's like reality and like we all have to accept reality. And I'm not saying that like there needs to be acceptance. I'm just saying that we need to let artists into our movement. And the way we let artists into our movement is creating a community for the artists to exist 
because the artists are emotional people and we aren't as logical as other people. Like facts don't care about feelings as Ben Shapiro would always say, but what if we care about the facts and our feelings? And sometimes our feelings care about the facts and sometimes vice versa. Actually, it's pretty cool to have the artists on your side because then you have people who can change minds through art, okay? That is so much more valuable than someone who's just gonna sit there and talk about philosophy or about BS about how women are supposed to be lesser than men and have no ambition. No wonder why there's no artists on our sides because a lot of hypocrisy is on both sides. And so the art artists will go to the side where the people will emotionalize with them and sympathize with them and believe in them and tell them that they're right. Why not have artists in our movement? Like a lot of them are robots. I'm gonna be real, robots who just get infuriated about certain topics that don't matter. And I know I'm gonna be controversial on this, but like sometimes controversy is the only thing that gets you attention and the only thing that gets you up and out. Like the reason why we are losing is because people like AOC are actresses. You realize that, right? Like AOC is an actress. Like they literally hired her because she was an actress. We need a right-wing AOC who's emotional and annoying, who will cry about stupid stuff so that the other right pe people on the right can go and do other things because that's what AOC's sole purpose is, is a distraction. That aside, my issue with this movement is we have all these political commentators who preach one thing about women and then they do another and they like to drink and smoke and do whatever and do all these not so conservative things while preaching that women should be perfect and women should be in the kitchen and women should be this and women should serve their husbands only. Yet they don't really serve women. <laughs> so I guess now I can be branded as the right-wing feminist because I refuse to stand for people who are like that, who are hypocritical. And I think actions speak louder than words. Nobody is giving a platform to artists who are conservative who are doing this other than Daily Wire and Bonfire Legend, which they're great, but I can't get a job with them right now. They're not opening right now. And I love them and I want to have Dallas on here, but I can't work with them right now because I'm not a huge actress. I'm not Gina and I never will be because she's amazing, but I will never be this amazing actress who has so much on her resume because I can't get an agent unless I have a vaccination status. I can't be on super large productions unless I have a triple double or triple vaccination status. So what am I supposed to do? Sit here on my ass and wait for a man to come save me? No, sorry. I'm not going to do that. I'm in the middle of nowhere, Florida. I'm going to make this and I'm going to make it bigger than it needs to be because I want to be able to move out of here and actually have money to move out of here because I literally have a dollar in my bank account. I'm not just trying to say that to overshare. I'm just saying that like I am doing this because I believe in this because I believe that there are other artists out there like me who want to have someone to be inspired by and someone to grow from. And I'm just tired of being lonely and I sound like Joe March from it, but I'm tired of being locked in a room and I just want to be able to have this take off. So what I'm saying is it frustrates me so much when people say that art shouldn't be on the right. And I got to make it my life mission to make sure we make more films, to make sure that the right does help us create a parallel economy in the arts. And I'm going to fight even harder every day. And I'm going to fight so hard until I die. Because honestly, what else do I do? Just wait for a man to come and save. Because they won't. Because most of the men in this world are weak. Anyway, art is important. And we as conservatives have a duty to be able to let artists into the movement, to let us grow our art and to make films. Because if we don't do that, if we just sit around and say, oh, I don't know, this politician sucks and this politician doesn't and this politician is doing this and this philosophy is this way and this should be this way and this should be that way. We are screaming at each other and screaming at the left while the left goes and takes the whole culture. And we're just sitting here 
doing nothing but screaming about useless stuff. If we don't work on the art part, we won't win anything. Uh, please support my film Breaking Legs as much as you can, as well as this, this podcast. Um, if you really truly care about art and you care about God, I think that you should be able to create, especially if you are an artist or if you're just a hobbyist artist, like just remember to embrace the creative energy that comes from God. And I really truly believe that it is, it is a gift we have from him. Creations and art is sacred. And if it does come from God, then it has the power to change people's minds and to have a lot more power on our side than the left does. So if we rely on the creative energy from God, we can be able to use that to create better art that is substantial and not full of woke BS. And I have seen it in my real life. I have seen God's hand in my life. I have seen his creation in my life. I have seen him improve my voice as a singer. He's improved my art as a writer. He has improved my heart as an actor, as well as as a person. He has taught me to separate art from reality, which is a hard thing for me to do and a hard thing for most actors to do. He has helped me love myself separate from my art and he's helped me love my art separate from myself, which is important because a lot of actors assume that success is directly related to our self-worth in acting because we are the actor. We are the face of the thing that we are doing. We get so caught up in feeling that that is the only thing and the only reason why we exist is to be an actor. We can get caught up in that. And I used to be caught up in that since I was 16 years old, 16 to 22 years old. I was a messed up emotional wreck because I wasn't a successful actor. And when I finally booked my first pilot last year, I was like, that's it? You know, like it was wonderful and it was an amazing experience. But I was like, okay, I did it. I booked my first pilot, okay? I don't feel any different about myself. I don't feel better. And I assumed that my first real professional gig would make me feel better about myself. And this is why so many actors become drug addicts and stuff is because they get associated with, okay, if I'm successful, then I am perfect or I am a good actor or I am a good human being. And they, they, they mix this meaningfulness of happiness is meaningfulness and is being successful. And it's just not the case. You have to learn to have happiness without success and you have to learn to have happiness within success. Whether you are broke or a millionaire, you have to have happiness either way. And that has been my philosophy ever since I got closer to God. And I don't care anymore if a casting director wants me. I don't care anymore if the industry even wants me because I realize that my values and my convictions are more important. My faith in God is more important than my success in an industry. And it took me COVID to, to realize that, but your success in an industry is not gonna fulfill you forever. God is eternal. Acting is temporary. If we truly just rely on faith and we stop freaking out about whether or not artists should be in the movement, if we should just accept the artists into the movement and have a little more patience with us, if we can accept more artists into our movement, we might be more productive especially in the culture, especially with creating. And anybody can make a film. You just have to have a camera. You just have to have a crew and you just have to have lighting. Look, just like here, I got lighting. I got a camera. I got an editing software. You just need an editor. You just need a script. And basically you can make any film you want. And that's why I'm making my own film because actions speak louder than words, like I've said. We have to make our own stuff. We have to keep taking the first step towards winning this culture war, winning the things down the line, because the uh, the left has always thought about, you know, things down the line. They always have been playing the long game. Why aren't we playing the long game? Instead, we're just screaming about philosophy and stuff like that. I'm going to be making my own films. And so if you guys 
guys could please go support that. And also, I will be seeing you guys on Saturday and Sunday where we talk to another guest about art and about making a film and we will put their pitch up on the internet. So please go up to their pitches, read them. You can donate a dollar to them. You can donate whatever to them. And at the end of the year, we will film whatever has the biggest budget as a feature. Even if that feature is like $30, we'll still make it into a feature. Um, even if that's just me with a broomstick. And then we will film each other one as a short even if that's just me with a broomstick as well. And so, yeah, please share this with your friends so that it doesn't have to be me and a broomstick so that this can grow and um, financially improve my life and also improve other people's lives because this is the whole point of this podcast is to hire people who are not being hired because of these mandates. My whole life goal is to be able to get other people who have been denied these jobs and these dreams to be able to get their dreams back. And if you believe in helping 